Sports Warriors Live Podcast 2021, Episode 18. I'm Will Houdini Evans here with Brad, Chris Angel Larkin, and we're all fired up for Magic Round. See what I did there, Brad? Chris Angel. Um, yeah, Magic Round. Yeah, I, I like that, but Chris Angel, man? Yeah. I don't wear that many bracelets. <laughs> I thought I'd looked at the a list of famous magicians, and he just jumped out at me as, as the most suitable for you. I suppose there's not much to choose from, is there? No, Coffee. Penn and Teller. I thought about Penn and Teller for both of us. I could be Teller, yeah. <laughs> but is Teller the big one? No, he's a little dude, oh, okay. weird-looking blondie dude. I'm little um, and weird. You're big and weird. <laughs> anyway. Um, Magic round. Yeah, and we... Um, we went over Sunday's game on Sunday night. We weren't too happy about it, and it was probably a tough listen, but that's done. If you want our thoughts on that, go back and listen to that one. We're not going to do it again. We don't, um, no. Not for anyone. But, yeah, it still stings a little bit. What are we, four days removed from it? I'm, st- I'm not quite over that one. That really grinded my gears. Oh. How are you feeling? I'm all right. I, I go, like I said, you can't, but I've just gone full media ban. I just ignore all press. If I see a replay, if I see anything involving the headline or see a Warriors jersey, I just turn the other way, walk the other direction for about five or six days. <laughs> Didn't happen. Well, only three days until we get back on the horse, play Parramatta at uh, Suncorp, obviously. Four magic round, 350 kickoff, that's nice. And uh, depleted Parramatta. Um, yeah, how depleted are they? How, what, well, I haven't seen any news on how depleted they are. So, Marata Nukore has been suspended, as has Dylan Brown. Um, Reid Marnie has been named despite being absolutely KO'd into oblivion. Um, I'd be surprised if he, I guess, yeah, who knows if he passes HIA. I didn't see that uh, one. Was he gone? Oh, yeah, he just got absolutely steamrolled. And, yeah, he'd be a big out. He's been absolutely on fire. Uh, Jacob Arthur, the coach's son. There's a bit of controversy around this one because the Eels, against NRL directions, uh, played a bunch of their players in New South Wales Cup and uh, they need to call upon some of them with these suspensions and so forth. And so they've had to put, yeah, need biosecurity approval, I think. And also Jacob Arthur um, needed... A contract upgrade before he'd be eligible to play, which he subsequently got, which was a little bit farcical. Uh, but he'll be lining up at 5'8", by the looks of it. The other player affected is Ray Stone um, coming off the bench for them. Um, otherwise, um, they'll probably have to move oh, yeah, your mate Keegan Hipgrave into the uh, into the interchange. I don't know if the, we've seen him in first grade. Oh, I've seen him. He got. I've seen him at least once. But yeah, oh, then yeah. he dr- he drifted out just as quick as he come in. And yeah, I'm, I'm, a, quite, I'm a fan of him. I'm not quite sure who will come in for Reed Money if he's out. Um, Hayes Dunster maybe play a bit of hooker, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. Um, Never heard of him. And Wanga Blake is back in the centres. Uh, he comes in for New Corre. So. Still a good-looking lineup for Parramatta. Yes. Uh, the Warriors, we were probably hoping for a bit of reshuffling. Didn't happen. The only changes are Ben Murdoch-Masilla returning straight back into the second row, uh, which bumps Bailey Sirenin 
out of the side altogether. Oh, I don't 17. mind that. Uh, yeah, it's very quiet on Sunday. It's been for a couple of weeks. Uh, otherwise, we're pretty much well, one to seventeen. How they ran out um, on Sunday. Reese Walsh named on the bench. Whether he'll be on the bench or yeah, the starting team. I mean, it's even after Sunday, it's still really splitting opinion. And even after Brown had admitted fault by the way he used him. Yeah, or he sort of half gave himself a, a blast yeah. for it, or just saying, still working it out. Uh, I don't know, I just thought it seemed like a no-brainer after watching that to start Walsh. Um, people, a few people have pointed to his defence. He really got torched just after he came on, but, I mean, I, I feel like that's a bit unfair. He got chucked out in the centres right in the middle of Tom Drojevich going absolutely apeshit. Yeah. And got caught out. I mean, you know, if he's if he's there from the first minute, I don't think he comes up with the same defensive reads. And I don't think whoever would would have been left there uh, stops. Would have done turbo. any better. Yeah, exactly. So and you know, and what he came up with limited opportunities towards the end of the game it was quite amazing. Um, yeah, Chanel maybe were a bit harsh on him because he did set up that try for Reese Walsh. But, I mean, you'd want him to come up with a, a try th- involvement after touching the ball 6,000 times in the last 15 minutes. That, I think that's what it was. It was so fresh, and all after doing our little review on the show, all we could think of at that stage was how much he brassed us off in that last <laughs> 10 to 15. But yeah, he was pretty no, solid throughout yeah. the game, yeah. But what's your... what's And we could see late changes. We've seen it just about every game. Changes to the, the name 17. What's yeah. your preferred halves... Hooker, fourteen um, scenario. Right now, I think it's Cody, Walsh, Egan, and Chanel as utility at this stage. Until yeah, Chanel gets some miles under his feet again. Yeah, just um, you know, if it's Chanel coming on in the halves, and yeah, Cody exactly. Hooker or Chanel getting a run at hooker, he has played that role a bit before and done it. Not and uh, did it fairly well as well in 2020 before yeah. uh, Blake Green left. He's suited for it. Uh, the one thing I think we did mention it on Sunday, uh, Chanel trademark flying out of the line, putting some hits on or cutting people down. I'd love to see that. Yeah. Um, and he you know, delivers one a game, man? eh? Yeah. God, he's a committed little shit. Yeah, yeah. So uh, otherwise, we're yeah, everyone's taken uh, in. Is Aiken well, Aiken's in, or is in the reserves, but um, what she was last week too. But they made yeah. quite a big deal of it. Like that was the headline on the Warriors team naming uh, on, on the Warriors website. Aiken named in reserves. I think we're going to see him. And and he's a gun see. runner of the ball, man. It's something we'll be missing. Yeah. Like he's got that little bit of spark and can so set up a he, winger. If he comes in, what's the What's the shuffle, do you think? It's Ed Cossey to make yeah. way and push Pompey out, yeah. to the, out to the wing? Exactly that. Exactly yeah, that's, that. That's my preferred option. Maybe Barry on a wing, but, yeah, Pompey's had some uh, good oh, success. I, th- I think Barry's a centre. I think Barry's an yeah. out-and-out centre for some reason. I'll, like, he'd go all right on the wing, but I reckon he's going to be a big lad out there. Him and Aiken. Yeah, that was great. They're, they're very they're kind of... Aiken's a little bit shorter, um, maybe, but kind of quite similar yeah. style. Aiken um, offers a little bit more on attack at the moment, but I think Barry's got it, though, as well, for with a, confidence. What, two, 
two gamer. Yeah. Two, three gamer. Three three game NRL player that with hardly any league under his belt before <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, pretty impressive so far, Rocco Berry. Yeah, um, I think he's looking after his defence and just sort of taking it in for the rest of the time, learning his trade a little bit out there at the moment. So the news, the sad news, uh, Peter Hicku out for the year. Yeah. Uh, okay, we'll come back to that in a second, but that immediately uh, when Aitken comes back, begs the question which side he plays on. Aitken played on the left for the Dragons. Um, he started on the right this season, I believe, when before he got injured. Um, What's Barry playing now? Barry has been playing on the right. Wonder if oh. Aitken just goes straight to the left, pairs up with Ken there. Or, but that, I guess that would depend if it is Pompey going to the wing, and it was the right wing. Ecos is on the right wing at the moment. If Pompey went out there, that's where Pompey was playing outside uh, Hiku with <laughs> some with quite a bit quite a bit of success uh, towards the end of last year. So, well, it sounds like it's all going to work out all right then. So hopefully that's the the shuffle we see. Um, Ecos, nothing against the. Okay, he's a he's a big strong. Kid, I just don't uh, see that he offers enough of what we're looking for. No. Particularly no. when we've got Ken and when we've got exactly. Ken in such a diabolical form, really, defensively in particular. Uh, the way he was embarrassed by Jason Saab. We saw it against <laughs> yeah. Brett Morris. We saw it against Ravalawa. But to, to be brushed aside by Saab there was um, quite glaring. Yeah. I don't know if it's that sternum injury still bothering him, but, man, Big Ken is on borrowed time, and that Peter Hicku injury may have given him a bit of a reprieve because if Aiken and Hicku were back, you know, there's... Yeah, almost, and there's yeah. been a lot of chatter around all the all the sites. A lot of people are starting to call for Ken a little bit, eh? All the yeah, fans. It's hard to see Fusatua forcing his way mm. back into this lineup at this stage no if Pompey and Barry and if Aiken comes back strongly and... You no know, way. Ken's hanging on by the skin of his teeth. Um, yeah, it's been that's it's been a tough area for them. Paul Turner out yeah. for the year. Um, who else? Hayes Perham Hayes moving Perham. on to Parramatta. Yeah, uh, a lot of guys that were fill-ins and well, that we have relied on earlier this season are uh, not who available. Montoya but, got injured. Yeah, yeah Montoya. So Montoya's still in the mix. Um, yeah. I don't yeah. think he's there for me yet. I'd almost, if Ken's going to play as bad as he is, I'd go just as a nice little mix of something different, a Montoya-Pompey um, win combination. I wouldn't yeah, be too, I I wouldn't be yeah. too well for that. I mean, I don't know. I still I, I still think... Oh, it makes me nervous as all hell. He's, yeah. geez, he's, any minute he's going to ruin the game for you. But, gee. Actually, I was thinking about him the other day and I remembered that I was he debuted in Dunedin. Uh, that that Warriors Bulldogs game in Dunedin that was in a shit game, eh? Oh, Did you like, go to that? Yeah, that I was, was. I um I was in the box for it and actually interviewed Montoya after the game. Really nice, nice catch. Did you? Yeah, I, I just remember that the other day. Man, he was a, a delight to talk to. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's been a up and down career for him, and he's gone all right for us, I think. But yeah, again, it's pure backup. I yeah, think. he is. Yeah, or he the, is. Sort of four or five we've got milling around at the moment. Um, who's our, who's our starting? Is Evan starting again? Yep. So they've yeah, Evan still keeps hanging on to that starting role. So that's a big concern for me this week. 
Kane Evans, Jermaine Tanoa Brown. We've been pretty off them as our starting props. I think yeah. both of us would prefer Armao and Afoa to be in uh, in their starting, and particularly this week, we're up against Regan Campbell-Gillard, Junior Paulo, two of the best starting prop combinations in the NRL. Yeah, yeah. It's not too many better. I'd prefer uh, to be going with Tom Arle. The, give him a couple of games and Evans at the moment. He he showed a couple of little glimpses of form in the little limited and, time he's had. Yeah, very, he's, yeah, he's made the most of his time. Yeah, um, yeah I guess we're it's just going to keep persevering. Man, how good is it going to be to get Adam Fanua Blake back? Could only be a couple of weeks away. It just <laughs> makes the, such a difference to this team. Oh, I know. Wonder what hidings would get if we actually were allowed to pick the team each week. <laughs> Wonder, <laughs> what sort of hidings our team would get? Oh, I reckon we put in him, and we put yeah. in him and put in him, and we go yeah. down by 60 to Gold Coast. <laughs> I reckon, um, yeah, give Murchie a, a run at fullback and uh, <laughs> yeah. bring bring Aiken back a prop just to ease him back into the... Into I, the, I reckon uh, we're better off bit. just using Roger's utility, mate. You know, 30-minute, 30-minute <laughs> blast, just a 30-minute blast. <laughs> yeah, so they, they probably know a little bit more than us. Yeah, uh, but again, the big question mark uh, is how they use Walsh. I mean, they're kind of painted into a corner by Manly carving us up. Maybe, you know, he should have come on at half time, but he threw him right into the cauldron when they're absolutely backpedaling. Yeah, and I, I guess you've got to show a little bit of respect to the guys that have the jumper at the moment especially with Chanel coming back. He held yeah. that jumper. You can't just give it away to some kid after a week and a half. I like, just no, thought it was yeah. the perfect opportunity because he yeah. had been out with a broken foot surgery. It was just, you know, there, nothing. it's not like it's a slight on Chanel if he had been brought back off the bench. Yeah, I'm just then, trying to think of an argument as why you wouldn't put him on. Um, I don't know. Just, yeah, interesting to see how they use him. Because when he did come on, like every time he touched the ball, it looked like something was going to happen. Yeah. He didn't get enough ball. He did some pretty awesome things with it when he did. The pace changes when he handles the ball. The pace of the change. Nothing's lateral. Everything's going. It's it's that um, Sean Johnson sort of effect because he can skip outside just with the speed he's got and that long pass and just those instincts. He's, He's creating that half extra half man or yeah. overlap um speaking of overlaps we probably shouldn't mention those with uh, Cody Nicarama with an air shot um still pretty still pretty pained by that turning point last week man <laughs> alive Cody. Uh, Cody for Cody so he's named again yeah he's on the six um what are you picking? What's your gut feeling? Oh, I think, I don't know. I, I feel good. Like, yeah, this, the last two years have been absolute classics against um, Eels and controversial ones. Remember the 2019, that uh, the Ford Pass call against Roger, such an um, amazing game at Bankwest last year, which was a Gosford um, Jazz farcically simbined, and they put 16 points on us while we were uh, man down. Then Chanel scored those ridiculous two tries in five minutes. Both of them tried the air contenders. I can't remember that game at all. Yeah, I've seen those highlights. It's crazy. And then they, um, yeah, we, we fought gallantly, but ended up 
gone down by eight or so. Another, yeah, I, I don't know, the big atmosphere, it's the first game on Sunday at, at Magic Round. I, I just feel like it's going to be an, an absolute dramatic rollercoaster so. one, especially Eels have been on fire and he lost the one game. Opening the way the Brewsters um, pretty controversially, but still did it last week. But I think with these guys out, kind of brings them back to our level a little bit. I think we'll push them. And I'm, yeah, I don't know. I've got a feeling of the one talking point we haven't mentioned Isaiah Papali. Oh, yeah. Coming up (laughs) against the club that's burned him. Um, Bit of a report out during the week that he only got a $150,000 offer from the Warriors. And I'm, I'm all for that. That is all That's he all worth. Yeah, 100%. I mean, yeah, we've talked about it a lot. Happy for him, a little bit annoying. He couldn't pr- produce this sort of crazy form. Like, he's he's but surely front runner time, for um, second Well done to yet. the Eels for unlocking something yeah, in him. Yeah. Some uh, some dude at the Eels has triggered that kid, and now yeah. he's what a dominator in the NRL. It's pretty yeah. impressive. It's cool. Yeah, no. but yeah, it's a little bit gutting it couldn't happen here, but it's pretty rad to see it happen. Be, I hope we really um, yeah, get stuck into them, our boys this weekend. Jazz will have Jazz will have a yeah. bit. Of, he'll take issue. And I think uh, Ben Murdoch Masilla, we haven't mentioned that, really, he's oh, back. Yeah. And he's he was one of our best for several weeks in a row before uh, sitting out last week with the HIA. We did miss him last week, that sort of yeah, we extra punch and that bit of fire because he's been great in defence, which I hope probably hadn't really anticipated yeah. uh, going head-to-head, those two. It's going to be a good battle. I'm not sure if they're on the same side of the paddock, but I think, yeah, he's, he's the sort of guy. You'll find him. You'll bloody yeah. find him, mate. Yeah, no, you worry about that. Take it, take it personally. Oh, giddy boy. Yeah. Um, yeah, just uh, the, the weapons the Eels have concerns me. Gutherson is just so in the oh. – no one in the game. He's a slippery little player. maggot, eh? He yeah. is an Eel. Best support player in the game, great playmaker, just is such a competitor. Um, is, yeah, I know you're a bit off him and his, his sneaky little tricks, and uh, but I can't help but love the way he plays the game. And yeah, Mitchell Moses, the pace that he brings um, to that playmaking role, that's why I'd love to see Walsh out there to, to provide that. Who's the other half of Mitchell? Uh, well, Moses. It was it usually as Dylan Brown. But yeah, but who was it this week? Jacob Arthur, the, the coach's son. Oh, today, is that the coach's yeah. son? Whatever happened to that guy, Salmon, that they had? Yeah, James Salmon, he was good. I'm not, he played I'm sure pretty sharp that, last year. Yeah. Is he still there? I, I'm sure he, I haven't seen him sign anywhere else. Was um, he coming and covered Brown, started last year when Brown got injured, eh? And had a blinder. Yeah, yeah, and the year before. Yeah, no, he's had oh, a fair bit of narrow footy. Um, yeah, there's, you know, their big wing is Blake Ferguson, Mike Sevo, both in great form. And uh, so we'll, we'll see. And yeah, Ferguson has been coming up with some crazy put downs. Big Ken is going to get absolutely <laughs> slaughtered if he doesn't shape <laughs> yes. up on his own line because the it guys be. that have been steamrolling him probably not quite as renowned for it as, as Ferguson is for getting getting there in the corner. And, oh, I think that's yeah, why the set. That's why it was so such a hard pill to swallow with Saab beating him. It's like Saab is <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, a low-power winger. He's, he's quick, he's, yeah. he's, he's, but he's rangy. Um, and Mike Acevo up against Edward Gossi is, is oh, even more scary. terrifying. So hopefully we do see that reshuffle. I think Pompey might have a, a bit more of a uh, chance up against Sevo. So, yeah, some big concerns there in the pack. 
again in the front row. On his wing. Yeah, yeah. This well, weekend, he was terrible that. at coming off his wing, and he didn't really get caught out. But geez, Sebo will have a field day if he carries on like that. There's, yeah, looking at it, one to thirteen. There's not too many areas where we're like, yeah, we've got the edge here. Torhu up against Nathan Brown. He's a valuable player, Nathan Brown, but obviously we wouldn't trade <laughs> Torhu for anyone. Um, and Roger. Roger matches up to uh, to Clint Gutherson. Wasn't his uh, best game, I didn't think, Roger, last week. He's still got two Dally M points. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's up. He's, he's um, still hot on Nathan Cleary's heels. Um, yeah, Cleary's been playing a whole lot better, too. Not No offence to Rog. Um what was I going to say? It makes sense, though. That, what, are they second on the ladder, these boys? Of course they're going to yeah. be man for man. Yeah. They're going to be better than us. But oh. I like our, our bench, <laughs> though. we got Tavanga, Almao, Afoa, Reese Walsh. It's a very strong bench. Uh, yeah, it is. On the other side, Oregon, Kafusi, Sean Lane, the one-game warrior, um, Ray Stone, and Bryce Cartwright, who has found a new lease of life in the blue and gold. He's actually not going too bad. Yeah. Um, can you see him come on and score a try after about 2.5 seconds the other yes, day? Yes, Still as he was running on the field, just jumped in the line. Over. Yeah, I did see that. Um, what's your pack score-wise? Oh, yeah. If I'm being totally honest, the Eels might have it. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think we can – I think we're a chance. Just with the Eels changes, and they'll, they'll tip us by four. See the TABs, uh, the shark at the TAB has actually tipped a Warriors win. Has uh, he? Yeah, we're fairly uh, substantial outsiders. I think we're around about the three dollar mark. I'll just double check that for you. But so again, some juicy underdog odds for the Warriors. Uh, last week they covered. They lost the game, but they covered again. So their eleventh straight daytime cover. We love that daytime time slot. Seven, one, seven in the last ten, covered 11 straight during the, uh, uh, during the daytime. And there we are, $3 outsiders. Jeez, and old point, girl needs a win this week. Yeah, my, point, my account is going yeah, down rapidly. It was a bad week last week for, for, for betting. Um, Warriors, seven and a half point start they've got. I'll, I'd love a piece of that. I think we'll, if we don't win, we'll push them pretty close again. Yeah, that's not, that's not too bad. I, I never, I, I've never put on a point start bet in my life. I still don't understand it. Oh, go back and listen to <laughs> what I did with Nick Tedeschi. He explains it. We go over it. Oh man, you guys, no, you're, I'm you're just going to refuse. No, I'm, I'm like a boomer when it comes to that sort of stuff. Nah, if I don't want to know, I'm not going to know. Basic maths. It, it is a head start. Yeah, yeah, I understand yeah. that. Yeah. I just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like Three even when now. you said Three that, I now. zoned out and I just, it was just white noise in my head. Just went, and then sort of come back. Uh, okay. Um, sweet. What's happening this week? Um, well, hold on. I'll just get a little bit of news. To, uh, Have you? Well, the Peter Haku thing, obviously disappointing for the pet. He's off contract. Not good timing for him. No, that's not. Not good time for the Warriors because he was... Probably our, in our top three players last year, and it's about the only centre capable of putting a winger away. Just misses try assist ability, um, and that extra sort of X factor he can bring. 
on the fringes there. Yeah. We haven't, we haven't had a good run with injuries this year. No, we haven't. We haven't, actually, at all. Um, it's, bit, it's a niggly loss. It's a niggly loss. Um, why, why all of a sudden is it season ending? How did, why did know. it take them four weeks to work out, oh, hang on, hang on, this ain't getting any better. The Vicks Vapor Rub's not working. Oh, no. we'll get a scan. Oh, oh, hang on. I don't understand why it took them so long to work this out. He could have had an operation four weeks ago. Yeah, um, so I don't know what that means for him and, and getting extension, nearing 30 years old, um, a lot of other young younger players to tie up. I, I he still could be Salford. our best centre, but yeah. Salford be Devils a, band. We've already been down that road, uh, spent some time at... Um, where was he? Where did he go? He went... He went... He came... Went from Penrith to where did he go? He wasn't at Warrington, was he? Yeah, Warrington was what popped in my head too. He is that Kuma Tyson playing for York City? Oh man, he's probably played about three thousand Super League games (laughs) by now, Kuma Tyson. Anyway, Um, sorry, Warrington. Yeah, Warrington, just short stint over there, Um, and then yeah, came back to the Warriors on the back of that. Could be headed back again. Yeah. Oh, so still only 28. He's still got plenty of footy in him. He hasn't had that many. There's touch and go to get a contract this year, though, wasn't there? And if well, he's not he got age... the one-year extension, which was interesting um, on the back of last year's form. But I'd I'd uh, I'd give him another year's contract if he would give him a take year. The year. Um, if he would take a pay cut, I'd give him. Another so year. I still think he's the best centre in the club, and he, and I still think even based on any potential improvement of the centres we've got, yeah. he, he is potentially our best centre again next year, come back from injury. So You're right. Um, unless we've got someone else uh, lined up in the outside backs, because it is a bit of a weakness area, I think. Our sort of centres and wingers, there's no one elite at all, not even close to elite. <laughs> no, no. I don't know. I, I, I still... I still rate Aiken, and I rated him when he was at the um, Dragon. So I'm still pretty excited about Aiken. Yeah. Oh yeah. He could, yeah. Look. I think he's awesome. We used to cut them open. But he's not a top ten centre, or nah. Do you need a top ten centre though? I wouldn't mind one. Yeah. Okay. If if you could have, yeah. But they don't. They're not free will. That's a thing. Joey Marnie, you might be able to handle him, but he still could come over and play fullback next year, couldn't he? I could. um, Yeah. Potentially. I'd. I'd like. I wouldn't mind having a you know tradesman like centre pairing if we've got an elite winger and we just don't anymore. Yeah, no, we don't. Um, yeah. I wonder why we haven't because we've just been breeding these big bulldozers. Is that's what happened a little bit? Well, I don't know. And well, Ken, I would say was top ten winger <clears throat> a couple of years ago. But the Dally game's changed though now, hasn't it? Look at Corey Thompson. The game, like, look at that dude this year. I want one of those little snipey buggers with a big boy. Yeah, the the uh, that balance. Um, yeah, but this Ken is just not the Ken of two years ago or three years ago. If you could take a winger around the NRL at the moment, who would one and would keep one of the big boppers? Who would you t- sign up? Um, I don't know. I'd need to look through the lineup. Either that's a that's, well, a, that's yeah, a cop yeah. out call. Well, a guy that I wouldn't mind throwing a bit of. Uh, dangling a contract is Matt Ikevalu from the Roosters. He's oh, 
bit barrel-chested guy, but he finds yep. the line. He's just he does have a bit of X factor. Never has a bad game. Does his work, scores tries. I, I like him. I think, and you know, Joseph Suwali, if, if he's going to come into that back line at some point, Fikavalo is going to get nudged out. Like I mean, he comes here and he's guaranteed a starting spot. That's yeah. that's the kind of value pickup I'd be. I'd yeah, be that's a that's a spot on. That's exactly the answer I was looking for. An answer like that. That's a perfect call. Uh, Would you and, chuck any coin in front of Nico Hines? Yeah, I was just we might as well launch straight into this. Uh, so the. Adam Reynolds looks signed sealed for the Broncos. Huge pickup for them. It is. Um, well yeah, done, like too. They've gone off the Sean Johnson trail with apparently going to um, pair him in the halves with Katani Staggs. Milford, obviously, on the outer, um, but they've got some other big names in their sights. Kurt Capewell, Dan Gawai, and Nico Hines is apparently top of their list after wrapping up Reynolds. I, <coughs> if I was the Warriors, I'd be going really hard for him and you know because he plays in the halves as well so you know give whoever Walsh or Hines um, you know whoever fits a fullback best or 5-8 best that's uh, that's a way that's a direction I'd be heading in but maybe the club still thinks that Chanel and Cody are the uh, the answer I mean you know and I think Chanel does deserve more of a chance. They extended, or well, I guess Cody took up that option he already had in his favour, but there was no sort of hint that they were going to try and move on or anything. So, you know, yeah. do the, is there room for another biggish signing in that fullback halves area? Maybe not. Think, oh, there should I, be. I, think. I hope there is. Yeah, I hope there but is. I, hope. I don't know, but that's and yeah, whether that's in their plans or not. That dang gay guy. He, I'd love to have him at the Warriors. I've always liked him. Yeah, oh, he'd be a great outside back pickup. Yeah, for us. imagine that at centre. Yeah. Oh, we're just sitting here playing imagination now. <laughs> what, what other news have you got? <laughs> um, well, no Mount Smart games likely for the rest of the year. That broke broken uh, by good mate of mine and friend of the podcast, Michael Burgess at the Herald. Um, they've shelved the plans to come home and in late June and, and that um, potential that sort of penciled in maybe. First game on July second against the Dragons. That's definitely not going to happen, um, and probably not going to relocate before the end of the year. The potential for a couple of um, games at Mount Smart, fly and fly out type scenarios at the end of the season. Um, they've got the home games against the Bulldogs on August fifteenth and the Raiders on August twenty seventh. Um, yeah, I don't. It's sad. It'll be great for them to come back, but I can kind of see why. It's such an upheaval. They're totally set up. They are yeah. living there. <clears throat> Their families are all there. It's not like you can just play, you know, a game one week, haul everything back. Um, there's no buys at that time of the year. They can't just, you know, chuck everything on the plane and head home and then expect to play again the next weekend. It's that's that. I and I. It, it was to me. It was disappointed, but not surprising at all. Why would you shuffle no, around? I mean, disappointing probably personally for us and for the yeah, fans, exactly. and maybe financially. But I mean, if they're happy, if oh. they're, like you can see, if they were, you know, just struggling with being over in Australia, not enjoying it or agitating for, you know, wanting to go home, maybe things would be different. That do you reckon Brownie's actually got a? I was thinking this the other day. Do you reckon he's actually got a home in Auckland yet? Well, I don't know. Maybe not. Has he been there? He's probably just been and stayed at 
Sky City and then bail back to Aussie. Probably not even set up over his... I wonder where no. he actually lives. Um, yeah, and a lot of these guys that go at the, our off-season signings, like Aitken. I mean, yeah. be annoyed if he's paying rent over there. Imagine you had a family and you shifted them there and then shifted them back to Aussie and then having to shift them. Yeah, niggly. Niggly, yeah. But it niggly. sounds like their setup is pretty pretty good. They're a lot better than Does last they? year. It's like they're in a gated community. Yeah, um, so I can kind of see why, particularly, you know, if we're in the mix for the finals, that sort of disruption. We should sneak over and jump over the pole fence and get some selfies. <laughs> Just sneak into the gated community. Um, yeah, that's... Yeah, so that's that's the scenario. I was waiting for a bit more of a, an update because you know that July second is is craving forward, and no surprise that it's probably not going to happen. Um, yeah. Oh well. Oh yeah. well. Next I'm year. Of, I'm used to them being over there. It's you know it doesn't if they're happy enough. It'd be tougher on the dudes that live in Auckland, fans that live in Auckland that was part of your life. Oh yeah. Week. Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're used to sitting. It was a and novelty this. to see it live. Yeah, and the staff are there obviously tough for, you know, they, they're heading into Mount Smart every day. The, yeah. the, gra- the grass is probably about three feet long. Um, oh, they would have got some goats on it. <laughs> There'd be half a dozen goats just getting around the field. That and, Yeah, what would be going on? It'd be just boring, wouldn't it? Well, like I heard just there's a hum a, of fluoro lights. Um, did I not hear that they're playing an All Blacks test against Tonga then? At Mount Smart? Are they? Uh, yeah, so really trying to cash in all, on the yeah. All Blacks is that the is that the men's netball team? What's the All Blacks? Um, Basketball. Yeah, no, that's Tall Blacks. All Blacks. Um, all Blacks. What were they? I don't know. Oh, well, hockey maybe one of the. Um, oh no, I think they're sports. rugby union. I think it might oh, be a rugby union team. And they still play. Life. They still play that. Oh, they play one or two tests a year. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen much go on. Like a yeah. It's kind of like a Harlem Globetrotters type thing. Like one thing I've just realised, I've um, just because Indonesian boys this year are playing rugby now, and I grew up just playing league and not knowing anything different from rugby. I didn't realise how big rugby is, man, at the grassroots level. Like in Otis's age, like he's at one club in Dunedin, and there's no league. There's no league in Dunedin at all. But at grassroots rugby in Dunedin, there's Five teams for his age at his club, Man. just at his club. That's what league's battling against. It's, yeah, it's a same machine. up here. Like, yeah, you know, the third grade has got you know overflowing for numbers. Yeah, um, and for seniors, like, yeah, it's loose. I didn't realise how popular it was. I've never, never been in, involved in it to see it. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But league's still way cooler. Yeah, I still go to, I go to rugby trainings and I always put on a Warriors jersey. <laughs> always on my Kiwis jersey. Yeah. Are you going to um are you gonna force Ted into league, obviously? He hasn't got a choice. There's no league in Dunedin. No, no junior league. No, no junior league at all, yeah. No. no. Oh, I'll just wait till he's um fourteen and make him play seniors. <laughs> yeah. For the South Pacific Raiders or uh, <laughs> I'll drive him up to Hornby. He can play for the Hornets every, every Saturday. We'll go chuck him, Saturday. Put, him, put him on the bus. <laughs> Friday night up to Hornby, billeted out for the night, plays his game, and there's um, there's some money that's for the, chips. That's what the yeah, that's what the West Coast, the good West Coast kids do. Just, uh, you bring, you're giving them that West Coast upbringing from Dunedin. 
I didn't say Ted was any good. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> nah, joking. He goes all right, actually. He's got a little hot step on him. Um, anyway, what other news? Signing news? Contract um, news? Jazzy? No, that was it, really. Oh, yeah, Jazz Tavanga. So, bit of a weird one, this. Um, uh, Jason Oliver put out on Twitter uh, about the Bulldogs being interested in Jazz Tavanga is the sort of rumour you would expect to hear. All of a sudden, the mole's reporting it. Bulldogs interested in Tavanga. It took on a life of its own. Um, just on, like on a... Just amusing that old Jason um, made. It was quite funny, really. But Jazz has um, has talked about it. He, he wants to stay at the Warriors. He just wants what's fair. And there are other clubs sniffing around. I can imagine there'd be plenty of clubs that would love to get their mitts on Jazzy. Yeah, he, he'd um, suit the I'd old dogs of war as well. Same. Yeah, I'd, I'd hate him. him. Tigers would love to have someone with his mongrel. I really think we need to try and hang on to him. You know, unless someone blows says, us out of the water cost-wise. When he says what's fair, is, do you reckon he's looking for a pay upgrade or more of the same? Or well, I and don't would know. you I'd, give him a pay upgrade on the last couple of years? Um, I'd have to think about when he actually re-signed when that, and I don't know when that last deal came through. Like, I mean, if he's you know re-signed in twenty seventeen or early twenty eighteen, he's, he's maybe yeah, is sure. underpaid. But if we, you know, was it. Like a, I think he's become a pretty key member of our pack since 2018. Dale Eamon changed player of the year that year. One That's of our right. best over the previous couple of years. Probably hasn't quite hit his straps, but I thought he was actually one of our best last weekend. He's been hampered by a couple of just niggly years injury-wise, like one and two weeks with an injury and stuff like that as well. Yeah, um, I, think it's, yeah I thought he was great. What do you think he's worth? Yeah, maybe $350, $400. Yeah. And right. what do you reckon the dogs would pay for him? Oh, I don't know. As the trouble they're in. Well, they've, they've surely they've um, packed their salary cap full of outside backs. But, yeah. Because he's not going to be worth money. six. They couldn't pay no, six. No, no, no. Surely not. No, that's getting towards sort of high. And I reckon he'd have to have 100 to 150 more to leave New Zealand. Maybe. Um, yeah, so hopefully the Warriors aren't lowballing him. I mean, yeah. they've got a, a lot of players to juggle, but Jazz is in the prime of his career age-wise form-wise he's been great for a couple of years i yeah i couldn't understand he might uh, be doing a piranara and just trying to bump up his price a little bit and I, I think that um i think particularly with roger going you know we're not re- we don't really have that and keenan fuss are our longer serving players they're in all sorts jazz is kind of like that you know that, yeah. uh, that longer serving player that we need to kind of hang on to and, he, and and brings as much passion as anyone in the club on and off the field or that he's you know, one of the more most refreshingly honest players <laughs> yeah. going around in a Warriors jersey. Um, yeah, I love him. I'd hate it if he left. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't like him to leave. Um, anyway, on to more positive matters. Chance yeah. again. Chance should we give it a nudge, Brad? You haven't played yet. Let's go live now. I'm loading in now. And we'll oh, we had a couple of. Um, yeah, don't don't start it yet. We've got to time it properly. Oh, I've started. Start. Okay, start. let's go. Let's go. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm counting down to question one of eight. Okay. So first question. Oh yeah, that's a poll question. Big Ken, he's copping it after some shaky recent efforts. 
Um, so the question is, you're the coach for a day. Which of these win combinations do you go for when we're at full strength? Ken and Fuss, Ken and Pompey, Pompey and Berry, Pompey and Malmalo, I mean Montoya, sorry, Malmalo and Montoya, or any other combo. I'm at full strength, I'm going the Pompey-Berry combo, although the Peter Haku news may be... Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to go... Going. Yep, going with you. Pompey-Berry? Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully uh, we haven't... Don't have a great strike rate in these poll questions come up the, no, with the no. majority pick. Uh, Warriors left the two premiership points out there on uh, Brookvale Oval on Sunday. We're regrouping against Parramatta. What's the margin going to be? Oh, go Warriors 1-12. to 12. Oh. You backing us in? I'm so... <laughs> my thumb is hovering. Oh, it's come ho- on. Oh, right. 61% of us maggots could be wrong. The prize is, is uh, one of my books, and you've already got it, so, you know. You... Oh, do I not qualify? It might be here well, holding no, my do, laptop up at the right but, angle. Yeah. I've got one uh, of yours propped up holding my laptop at the right oh, angle sweet. here. Yeah, cool. <laughs> um, question three, when are we going to get a, get across the stripe for a first try? Man, we've been scoring early um, in most yeah, of our games. Yeah, we have. Only a few minutes the other day, we scored early against the Cowboys. I'm going zero to ten. Yeah, I think I'm going to go 10 to 20. I think might be a bit more of a softening up period. I went that last week and I regretted it. Yeah, um, yeah nearly blew a 20-point lead against the Cowboys. We um, just fell short, hauling in that 16-point deficit against Manly. How big of a gap will open up on Sunday? Will either side lead by 14 points or more? At any stage in this match, Warriors, Eels, or neither. I'm going to go neither. I don't think anyone gets that far out. I think it's going to be close fought from start to finish. No right one's right. going to. I'm coming with. I'm coming with. Have we differed yet? You went ten to twenty. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, last year's Magic Round, or actually the last Magic Round, it's a typo, and I did the. I wrote these questions, so I'll take the blame for this. It was 2019, <laughs> but we did run down a 12-point halftime deficit to beat the Dragons. But Ken, Roger, and Cody were superb. The question is, well, this shapes as another roller coaster. This is a the anything can happen question. So what have we got? Ford scores a. The first try of either half, Pompey, Berry, or Malmalo score. Reese Walsh scores a try or produces a try assist. Warriors player gets 40 tackles or more. Roger makes more running meters than Clint Gutherson. Interesting one. Yeah. Well, the scores are tied at any time except for nil all. That's a good one, but I'm going to jump on Reese Walsh to score a try or, or set one up. I'm going for a Warrior over 40 tackles. Question six, former Warriors enigma, Isaiah Papali tearing it up for Paramount in 2021. By the year, by most people's uh, account, who's going to rack up the most post-contact metres on Sunday? Papali or our man, Ben Murdoch-Masilla? Isaiah Papali is averaging 63 post-contact metres a game. But uh, BMM, 59 post-contact metres in his last game before sitting out last week. Who are you going for? I'm going Ben because there's going to be a lot of focus on ice this weekend. Not yeah. There's going to be more focus take on him. Leg pumping BS this week. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Oh man, we're in the minority there. Seventy-one percent so far done on ice. Um, we got Harris Tavita got a couple of tries 
last week. Karen and Walsh got the others. Who's going to score a try this week? Who are you going to pick, Brad? Um, I haven't got one of these. I don't think yeah, Cossie's going to try, try in him yet. Record either. No, I don't see Cossie getting over. Might not even play. Um, maybe Rocco Berry. I'm going to go Rocco Berry. I'm going to go... I think Roger. Roger gets over. He's a popular um, pick, 20%. And last question, another... Uh, Oh, no. But yes, the poll question, the uh, the biggest, the big hit one. So it's mm-hmm. so, uh, A, Owen Guttenbeel destroying Ned Kadich from the Roosters back in 2004, then s- slamming him on the chest and shouting in his face. Crazy era. Or Little Lance So High absolutely poleaxing Petro Seven Receiver in 20, 2010. Um, yeah, which one are you going for? I'm going the Gutenbeel because it carried on. There was a slap on the chest. There was yeah, a it was yell in the face. Yeah, <laughs> it was <so> bizarre. <laughs> it was bizarre. It was a great hit too. Absolutely yeah. creamed him. And there uh, he is, yeah. just to seal it there. Enter predictions. Done. Done. Good work. So jump on. What's that? 90, 91 players. Pretty good uptake. We've only loaded up the game this afternoon. So yeah, really, really stoked with everyone uh, jumping on board. With this game, as always, um, this week the prizes well, maybe what not one? It's the Warriors book. Oh and, yeah, uh, and I well it says I can it says a signed Warriors book it's signed by the author. That being me, I don't have to sign it if you think they would devalue it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the options there will uh, ask the winner. What's the signature? Is it still you just cut your palm and slap it on the front page? <coughs> the bloody inner, inner sleeve? Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, now get it yeah. signed, boys. Get it signed. Um, so, yeah, jump on the chance of thing. If you don't, if you haven't played before, it's a piece of cake. Download the app is the easiest way. Bit of fun. Drag your mates in and um, have a bit of a gloat. Not there's been much gloating from you or me, Brad. Jeez, Mate, we've added it. We are shit ass. <laughs> I reckon I average two or three. <laughs> Probably 2.75. But yeah, nah, terrible, yeah. terrible. Um, Thursday night, who are we missing? Who's yeah. about to kick off? Before we, just before you... Oh, sorry. Around, mate, I just wanted to give a bit of a shout out to um, to my mate, Gareth Moran. He's a colleague of my wife's and a mad Warriors fan. Hamilton-based, top bloke. And uh, he was riding the roller coaster on Sunday, and the, he'd been um, charcoaling a chicken for about three hours, and that <laughs> that result just totally fucked his charcoal chicken. chicken. <laughs> it's gonna taste like shit after that. So Gareth, mate, better luck this weekend. Maybe don't invest so much time in it, um, in what you're gonna eat on Sunday night because we're not guaranteed the win. But um, yeah, hope, hopefully you. Uh, a bit more like this Sunday, and, and he's a big fan of the podcast. So, charcoal chicken on a barbecue? Or is that are these people doing it over the wood wood chips? Is it? I don't know. Has it's it's got one of those, you know, those kettles? How everyone's into the smoking yeah. thing now. Kettles. Just Gareth, if, if you can provide us with a bit of uh, clarification yeah. here, mate. Yeah, cooking a three hours cooking a charcoal chicken. He said you wouldn't so, be doing a charcoal ki- chicken in the kitchen for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> that fire alarm going off, you pulled out that 9-volt battery in no time. Um, yeah. 
you can let us know what apparatus you're using uh, for that charcoal I'm chicken. Picking the, I'm picking one of those Weber, you know, those smoker. Yeah, yeah they're quite popular. Yeah, I'm shit on a barbecue, man. I am terrible. I've got no, I can cook inside, but as soon as I take it outdoor, al fresco, <laughs> it, it just turns to shit. And I've got this, I've got, for some reason, I'm doing the tongs with one hand, and then my other hand's sort of hanging there. Like, did you ever get called, you know, remember snowboarding the mystery date? Where someone would come down the hill and they're balancing so hard out that one arm looks like it's around this mystery person that's not actually standing there. So I've got this mystery date at the barbecue while I'm there doing a barbecue and I can't control it. I always check myself and yeah. Oh, I really struggle. Well, that's with a barbecue. shame because next week's chance surprise is um, Brad comes around to your house and cooks your barbecue. So. Oh, good sizzler, double cheese sizzler and a bit of white death, mate. Ripper. I got two. Yeah. I got two left in the fridge. I've seen them before. I was like, "Shit, I'm gonna smash those sizzlers tonight." As soon as I get this pot out the way, I'm gonna smash a couple of fucking sizzlers. <laughs> oh, Maybe we could hit them up for some sponsorship. Yeah, buttons. Um, so, should we get into round ten, magic round? Yeah, better whistle through. People will be yeah, getting bored. No, yeah. So, no Thursday night game being magic round. Oh. Kicks off with uh, Friday night. West Tigers against the Knights. The big talking point here, or a couple, Kalen Ponger out for the Knights, Tex Hoy in at fullback. The baffling one, Mike Maguire's lost the plot. He's moved Adam <laughs> Dewey, by far their best player this year, from 5'8 to centre, and put Moses in by in the sixth. Madge is uh, off the rails, mate. He's mate, off his I, meds. I, I heard a, Yeah. I heard crazy. he was at training the other day wearing one Sancho and one football boot. <laughs> he is... He's not a well bit of kid at the moment. Like he it. is struggling, eh? With oh, that team. He doesn't um, know what. But why? But Dewey has been the, the one saving grace. I'm going to have to back the Knights here. And to be honest, purely on the back of that. Imboy hadn't been going that bad filling in at centre either. Like, yeah. I know Imboy's shit, but he actually hadn't been playing bad in, in the centres. Yeah. No, I don't get it, man. I don't. Nah. Get it um, Knights. Who do you got? This is it doesn't show. I don't. I haven't got too much interest in this. No, I watch it because it's the first game and the, the bit of yeah. the magic round atmosphere. But uh, yeah, no, I'll take the Knights here. I think they've um, <coughs> what, did, what did the Knights get up to last week? They beat Canberra, didn't they? No, no, did they? Yeah, they did. They come yeah, from a long way down. Me? Yeah, good work. Um, a great win, really. I know Canberra uh, under the pump, but to come back from that sort of deficit, a fair bit of character, and yeah, I think they'll they'll take that too. Okay, yeah, yeah. second Friday night. Oh, are you going for nights? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Seagulls Broncos was the second Ooh. game on Friday. Fairly spicy. Um, I'd like to see where the Broncos are actually at with the yeah. Seagulls going against them this week. Unlucky to go down by a point to uh, the Cowboys last week up in Townsville. The, yeah, a few things are starting to happen for them, even though there's still a bit of a, a rabble. Um, Manly, though, they're starting to, particularly with the ball, they won't be super That's stoked still- about giving 32 points up to, to us. But, yeah, Turbo's just unstoppable. Uh, that lineup is... Is Stags back yet? Next week or the week after? No, no. He's and 12, is it? Yeah, no, no sign hey, of I'm him gonna yet. I'm going to take the Bronx. I'm going to take the oh, yeah. outsider on this one. Yeah, I am. I, I just... Yeah, I yeah, nothing, nothing too much happening for them in the, the ins and outs front. Um, John Asiata comes 
back on the bench, Patrick Carrigan, I think, out for the year. Um, yeah, nothing. He's average, eh, though? Carrigan? Is he average or is he just a quiet I achiever? I never Maybe. Um, find a way. Marty Tapao coming back for the Eagles. That's another overlooked thing last week, talking about a middle forwards. They're missing Marty Tapao and Josh Alloway. Alloway, yeah. Um, you know, and we still were probably beaten in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Marty's a, he's a big in. I, I, yeah, I'll, I'll back Manly. You're picking the, the Broncos. Oh, yeah, get yeah, 325 yeah. out of about a Broncos upset at the yeah. TAB. The TAB will get 10.25 of mine. <laughs> the, the Broncos won't win, but I yeah I, I want them. Yeah, I'm backing them. I'm going to go the outsider. Okay, so Saturday, kicking off 3 p.m. Bulldogs Raiders. Oh man, do the Raiders need to win this one? If I'm going this one. Yeah, I just want to see that. I just want to see that Vane and Ricky Stewart's forehead explode <laughs> if they come anywhere near losing this game. Bulldogs, terrible. Terrible, terrible outfit. They yeah, 32 <laughs> 12. They went down to the Dragons on Sunday, but man, the Raiders the only won the three games this year. The Blondes biggest leads the last couple of weeks against yeah. pretty ordinary teams, not the Cowboys and Knights. They have to win this. Surely, if they get that sort of lead before at halftime this week, surely the Bulldogs can't run them down. If they're going to go yeah, well, the same yeah. sort of way they're going. I'm going to go Raiders. I'm going Raiders. Got a couple of decent ends. Dynamis Louis, Ryan James is also oh, back, nice. and Josh yep. Josh Hobson recalled onto the bench. But they are missing Jordan Rapana, uh, Joseph Tapani, and Ryan Sutton. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but again, yeah, and, yeah you uh, got? Uh, Raiders should win this surely. Um, yeah, again, the halves, the drop, poor old Kyle Flanagan, the Bulldogs. Lachlan oh, Lewis uh, came off the bench and got injured, so they've got Wakeham and Averillo in the halves. I don't see them being able to put many points on. Flanagan got dirtbag this week, didn't they? Oh, mate, did he what? Uh, yeah, $5.05 five outsiders, the, the Bulldogs are. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, man, poor old Flanagan. Just feel like giving him a big hug. Yeah, yeah, I do feel sorry for him. I'm not a huge fan of him as a footballer, but the way he's been hung out to dry, that's that's going to cook a kid, man. Yeah, um, you know, especially in a team with such a bad forward pack as the Bulldogs, I mean, pretty hard to blame the kid for all their woes. Uh, second up on Saturday, Cronulla, South Sydney. I'm surprised that Cronulla are only $3.40 outsiders. They've been going shocking in oh, there. Yeah. Missing Sean Johnson this weekend, <laughs> but he's he's been uh, has been struggling for form since coming back from that Achilles injury. But yeah, I think he's about the only thing, only person capable of uh, hauling them out of this funk. Reynolds forty-eight now. Uh, I think Reynolds is. Still I think he's usually only injured for a week or two. No, he is back, so that's yeah, huge. And jump all over the rabbits in their point start this week. I mean, they've been 50 nil last week, but I wouldn't read too much into that. It's just no. one of those blowout games. Um, this, whole, this, this stat, it's starting to wind me up now. <laughs> the, oh, no, one's won a premiership after giving up 50 points. We'll draw a line through South Sydney. Almost want South Sydney to win now. The, the comp <laughs> such, a, 
stupid stat. I mean, the Bulldogs <laughs> got beaten 42-0 and went on to win the 95 comp. I mean, that was probably a worse hiding than than, yeah. uh, than the Storm put on the Rabbits, given circumstances the other day. Um, yeah. Um, Don't sleep on the Rabbits, and I think they'll bounce back pretty hard this week. I think it's a kick-up. Yeah. I yeah. think it's a kick up the ass the rabbits needed for them just to get their season on track. They'll be they'll be back firing this week. Although um look out, Andrew Fafita is back for the Sharks. <laughs> is he? Is he? Um yeah, Sharks. Uh toast there. They won't win that one. No. Last up, the biggest outsiders of the weekend. Biggest outsiders. No, the yeah, Gold Coast, seven dollar outsiders up against Penrith. Oh, and now That's... they do have David Fafita out. Oh. Actually, I skipped a game here. I have. What's going on here? That's my mate? bad. Yeah, that's the last game of the weekend. Sorry, third game on Saturday. Roosters Cowboys. Roosters dollar twenty eight favourites. Cowboys three fifty five. Um, Cowboys the win over the Broncos. Last Garth Valentine Holmes field goal. Roosters. Battling injury after injury, <laughs> but their team still looked pretty damn good. It's like a team uh, of battery. They're the yeah. battery hens now. Uh, Drew Hutchison is the only player actually out, um, and Lock and coincidentally Lachlan Lamb coming back in. Sam Walker has been named, despite I think picking up a bit of an injury last week. So still bloody good looking lineup, and they get uh, Satili Tupanua back as well. Um, yeah, I've got no time for the Cowboys, really. No. Nah. Nah, and I won't be starting up for this one. This this bores the poo out of me a little bit. Yeah, no. Nah. Late Saturday night, Dewey game, watching these yeah. two. No thanks. Yeah. No, um, for Roosters, I think. Would you say, Roosters? <laughs> Can you give yeah, me a Ro- tip, at least? <laughs> <laughs> Roosters. <laughs> <laughs> I got confused by your confusion. You obviously had something a little bit of a going on in the background there, yeah, and you were trying to work out. Thing off screen there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then I got confused by your confusion, which left me confused. Yeah, so nah, just a comedy of errors, really. One that just a couple of blokes yeah. trying to get through their bloody podcast, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Sunday kicks off with us. We've, yeah, we'll, we'll back the Warriors in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, second up, Storm Dragons. Um, that Hope the dragons get a hiding. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm still just can't get behind them. I still want Anthony Griffin to fail. Did they lose last week or win? They, oh, uh, they, they win, didn't yeah, they? Fresh the Bulldogs after yeah, a few losses on the trot though. So it'd be good to see them. Um, yeah, given another smackdown. <laughs> um, Pappenhausen named in the reserves, so potential to to return maybe. Who knows? Brandon Smith out, Cameron Munster out, and Harry Grant out, though. So, yes. Jesus, is that right? Big hurdles. They'll have Kenny Bromwich starting at hooker. Um, yeah, a couple of interesting bench. Uh, Tyson Smoothie on the bench. Um, Tom Eisenhurst returning. But, yeah, it's, it's a tough one when they get so much out of those two hookers. And old oh, Kenny has to plug the gap. But he's not bad. Kenny, he'll do a job. And, we'll actually go dummy half, though. Well, he's not yeah. Yeah, I think he's almost. Is he pretty mobile like that? I think he started a test for New Zealand at, at hooker. Oh. Kenny Bromwich. So Kenneth. 
Kenneth. He must have oh, been Kenneth Bromwich. Yeah. Um, I'd, oh, yeah, not sure. I can't spot. see him playing at 80, but. Yeah. I'll go Storm. Yeah. Storm, oh, yeah. Maybe it's out of bitterness, but I've got a few weapons. I, the Dragons. Guys like Dufty and Bird and Ben Hunt had a good game last week, but still back the Storm. Yeah, it's pretty cool that Bird's getting game time this year. He's actually avoiding yeah. it. Yeah, fringe of origin, really. Yeah. Um, and now the last game. game. Yeah, I don't mind this game, actually. I'll try and yeah, start and watch this one. Titans-Panthers. It's a shame David Fafita is out, and that yeah, may have affected the $7 uh, underdog price. What was he? Yeah, well, he actually got named. He, he got suspended, though, didn't he? He did. Um yeah, Titans, where did they get up to last weekend? They've been pretty unreliable, but they held on for that win against the, the Tigers, 36-28. Um, still yet to prove themselves as that, you know, yeah, team that makes the move up um, from, you know, bottom half. They've definitely half to improved. They've improved, but they've improved yeah. from 12th well, to about 9th. I don't think they're playing any better than they were at the back end of last year. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, that's but, true. They were playing awesome last end of last year, weren't they? Yeah, they were on um, a run. Yeah, they've had a couple injuries, and for feeder out is a big one. But it could rattle the Panthers' cage. There, Panthers going looking for a ten and zero start. God, I can't wait till someone beats them. Mm. When do we have to go against them? You, you carry on. Uh, what's the prices for those two? Who's what? Are, Seven dollars. Seven dollars, dollar oh nine. The um, the Panthers. It's hard to see them getting beaten in this one. I think as much as I'd like to see the Titans make oh, a game of it. They're ridiculous. They're so good. They are head and shoulders. A bit they, um, we've got a couple of months away. We we're hosting the uh, Panthers most likely in Gosford. It's a Sunday afternoon game in round eighteen. Oh, that's all good. We only have to play them once too. I think <laughs> it's, it's probably not a bad Probably thing. just after the, you know, it would be good to get them during Origin. It looks like it's kind of after Origin's all wrapped up, Is it? unfortunately. Um, oh, they yeah. go on Origin mid-season again this year. Uh, yeah, so I think maybe a late May, early June first game. So the, yeah, probably an early July first, uh, third game. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. But, you know, who knows what How long does our the team break looks it? like, what their team looks like by then, so... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's the round. That is round. What round is it? Ten. Round ten. Magic round. Magic round. Oh, I like the map. We got. I can't wait to get over to one of them. Yeah, it's kind of like oh yeah, magic round. But really, watching it on TV is nah. It's nothing. <laughs> it's, yeah. You need to be at magic round. You need to be holding a plastic cup of warm <laughs> shit beer. Yeah. Dripping over pound, good shoes. Pounding forex. Um, yeah. yeah. Getting awkward absolutely. at urinals all weekend. Absolutely wankered. Finding a new mate that's a plumber from Townsville and just having the time of your life. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Um, oh, I'll enjoy it. If, any, if, if the listener, if that listener out there is going to it. Yeah, if, it, if right. you happen to be Brisbane bound this weekend, listener, <laughs> go, on, go and get amongst it. Um, yeah, just um, message us. Let us know how it went. Mm. Sweet. Now, yeah. Um, anything else, Brad? Uh, no, that's me. Yeah, I think we're that's done. That's me legged out, I reckon, yeah. yeah. 
yeah. Hey, good on you, mate. Good. You've really put in put in this week, and I appreciate it. <laughs> hey, cheers, bud. Cheers, <laughs> bud. Um, no, sweet. Oh, you have a you have a bloody good week, my friend. I'll hit back. I'll get back on the building site for another couple of days. Yeah, mate. Chuck that riff on, mate. Yeah, um, no, no. we may be may be do another post match pod. I yeah. think only maybe only if we win. Only if we think, win. I don't yeah. think we can handle another sour one like we put nah. up. On no, it's hard to look it's forward to. Just rude and silence. Yeah, yeah. Just to try and mind Head me for me. Just ignore. Just turn your back on it. You just <laughs> yeah. turn your back on it, bro. Shut the week off. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Oh, you look after yourself, bro. Yeah, you too, mate. And thanks, everyone. Catch you next week. <laughs>